0: Hey, y'all, this is Amanda with Unconventional Family, and you are listening to Sipping Coffee and Spilling Tea. We are going to get into all the things being a wife, a mother, a Christian, a business owner, an entrepreneur, there's no limit to what we're going to talk about. Y'all get ready. Happy Hump Day. Hump day? What day is it? Hump day, what day is it? Sipping coffee, spilling tea, what day is it? Hump day, what day is it? You know what? I should create an intro rap for <laughs> this podcast. <laughs> oh boy, howdy. I'm sitting here looking on Pinterest because I wanted to read a quote and I think I found a really good one, but I was just scrolling just to make sure that there wasn't any other ones that were better than the one that I found, which... If there is one, then I'll just make another podcast with that quote. I love basing the podcast off quotes because they're such good conversational starters. But in other news, what's popping up on my Inst- or Pinterest, because you know like after you search something, like it'll give you those ideas for, what am I trying to say? Like suggestions for stuff that you'd looked up, like it'll give you different ideas. So we were just talking and originally for the house that we're in now, I wanted to do, we're going to take all of the siding off of it. The original siding is like shiplap, like original real wood shiplap. Like they used to build the homes back in the 30s because our home was built in 1938. And then they went and covered it in like this metal siding, like sheets siding. And it doesn't look bad. It just... It's not what we want, and so as we change out the windows in the house, then we can go ahead and put up new siding, and we're doing, like, the board and batten siding. That's pretty big right now, and it's, like, a hardy material, which is, it's most, it's, like, composite concrete. And so it's mostly, like, masonry and not, not wood, not metal, not vinyl, and it just holds up really well. So that's what we're wanting to put on while this is not our forever home and we don't even plan to live in this home hopefully within the the next I'd say two to five years we are we have no plans now I'm not going to say never but we don't we don't ever want to sell this home that we're in I want it to either be a family home Or one thing that we have really wanted to do with it is turn it into, like, unconventional headquarters, pretty much. Like, it'll be more of, like, an office, but it'll still have that home feel to it. Like, we'll still have a bedroom, so if we want someone to come stay here, if we want to stay here, our plan is to buy some land a little bit further out of the city, (laughs) And so probably another 30, 45 minutes away from here, we we wanna buy land and, and build a house out there, which that one I don't think will be our forever home either, but it'll get us out. Mama wants goats. I want some Highland cows. We are actually buying Oliver a baby rabbit, which I mean, a rabbit can be, in this house that we have now, we have like a quarter acre so he is getting a rabbit, but I want, I don't want like a, like a working farm, like where we kill our animals and stuff, which I mean, maybe we will, we, we have talked about getting like a couple of cows and stuff, but I want like a cute farm. Like I want those, the chickens that have like the little hairs on the top of their head, like the really sweet ones, bunny rabbits, goats. What did I say? Highland cows. I want like a llama or alpaca. I don't really know the difference between the two. I should probably do some research before I say what I want. Pygmy goats are definitely my going to be my first purchase whenever we're able to do that. So anyways, going back to the house. So the way that where we're putting like our design for the house, we're designing it where it's still a home, but we have ideas for what we want to do as far as unconventional. And I don't know if I've ever mentioned it on here. I know I have on Instagram and maybe on our other podcasts. I want to open up an online boutique. I would love for it to be a brick and mortar boutique. And I have my eye on a building downtown. It has been for sale for God, probably eight months now. And it is like my dream to have a coffee shop in a brick and mortar boutique. So just depending on how we can make that happen, obviously my, my bank account kind of laughs whenever I say that, but you know what? Your your dreams don't have to match, match your bank account, right? One day. And so anyways, so for starters, obviously if I don't just fall into a crap ton of money within like the next two years, then my the boutique that I want to open will be a, an online boutique and it'll be mostly housed here at the house that we live in and then also we're wanting to keep we're still going to go along with like the master bedroom and bathroom and closet and stuff because on game nights during football season Jason usually uh, there were times that he didn't home till two or three o'clock in the morning because they after they get home from like an out-of-town game the coaches just kind of sit and decompress and they eat a late dinner and they just sit in there and they chit chat and stuff. And so on those Friday nights, he would just come back to this house and sleep because they have to be back up at the fields. I think like at eight or nine the next morning for film. So it's, I still want it to be a place where he could come and still rest and relax and, and not have to make that 30 or 45 minute drive out down country road. So those are big plans, big dreams, and they're I mean, they're definitely just dreams right now. We're not able to put to put any focus towards that, but design when we're designing the house and stuff, I'm keeping in mind that yes, I want it to be a home for us now, but I want it to be able to easily transition into office space. So anyways, going back to the outside. I've been looking and I While I don't see a problem, and in a lot of ways I follow like trends, like especially like decor and fashion and stuff like that, I always just want, I want to be ahead of the game and I want to do like my own thing. So I'm looking at, after we're able to put the new siding on our house, I want to paint the outside of the house like a really, really deep, rich, like navy blue, like really dark, almost black. And... It's starting to be somewhat of a trend a little bit in like the Nashville area like Nashville Franklin Tennessee area and it hasn't really completely made its way down over to Texas yet but I am obsessed with like that dark outside color and then I'm wanting to put I want to do like a brick overlay on our front porch and I just think that that would be beautiful and so I'm really And I used to want, like, this bright white house, and I still think that those are absolutely gorgeous, like, light woods, white walls, like, super fresh and airy, but right now I'm leaning towards, like, more, not so much neutral colors, but... What was second Like earthy colors. Like those really warm like mushroom beige and like sage green and like deep blues. And I don't know. And like all these like natural wood elements and stuff. So I don't know. It may change before we even get siding on the house. But I feel like everyone has a flipping white house with black windows. And I'm like, I don't want to be like everyone else. It is gorgeous and it is pretty But it is such a hot trend that everyone's following. And I told Jason, I'm like, I want a navy blue outside house. And he was like, whoa, what happened to white? And I was like, I don't really want to be a trend follower. I want to be a trend setter. So yeah, that's what we're going to do. Be a trend setter. You don't have to do what everyone else is doing, even with like your decor and stuff like that. I mean, if you want a granny looking house, have a granny looking house. If you want no like theme of your home, as far as like whether you're traditional or modern or farmhouse, that's completely up to you. For me, home decor and renovation and furniture and stuff like that and fashion has always been just, I don't, I don't know that it I guess it does it kind of comes natural for me just like what looks good and being able to put stuff here and then I'm not scared like making a mistake with paint color because it's paint color or making a mistake with like a picture or something because I can replace those so yeah do what you like don't you don't have to do what everyone else is doing but I found this quote and I wanted to read it and it I saw this lady did a reel on Instagram today, and it just kind of got me thinking. And so that's why I looked up this type of quote because I, and this is something that I'm learning just now at the grand old age of 35, is not everyone who says they're your friend is your friend. So it's a hard lesson to learn, it's a hard pill to swallow especially whenever, you know, you love people and being around people. It's know your place in people's lives and act accordingly. It's not pride. It's not self-respect. Two things you don't fight for, true love and true friends. They come naturally. This lady was talking about, she was like, you know, Christians get real weird around the word deserve because, They always want to take it to the level of, well, I deserve hell and, but I'm saved by grace and stuff, which, okay, yes, but Jesus died for us. So as far as like being a Christian and saying what you deserve, you deserve friends that you don't have to fight for. And what I mean by that is you deserve a friend that is there for you for the good times and the bad. You deserve a friend that is praying for you when you don't know that they're praying for you. You deserve a friend that is going to co-sign every flipping dream that you have, every goal that you have, every vision that you have. They are 100% gonna be behind you. If you are running a business, they are going to support that business as much as they can. Now listen. Because they don't buy your stuff doesn't mean that they don't support you. You got to know um, sometimes people go through financial hardships and stuff. So that's not what I'm talking about. You can support some people more ways than just with money. They, they talk about you in a good way when you're not there. You are not the topic of conversation. You are not the topic of gossip at their table. And I think a lot of times you know, you know, who's there for you, you know, who's in your corner. And those are the people and this is something me and Jason, we just recently sat down and we said, you know what, there's a lot of people that we've not only given advice to, but we've poured into and stuff. And we don't hear from them unless they're in trouble or they need something from us. And those aren't the people that are going to be getting our energy anymore. It's going to be the ones that pour back into us and are, number one, a joy to be around. They're fun to be around. Ones that support us. And I'm not talking about only surrounding yourself with like-minded people. We don't all think the same. We don't all have the same beliefs. But there, you know, there's certain people in your life that you only pour into and they're takers they never give back and it's being able to realize and sometimes it's hard because sometimes it's people that were once very very close to you and it does I mean it doesn't have to be like we're not friends anymore it's just don't put your energy towards that put it towards someone who is going to appreciate the time that you've invested in them. And people who want you to speak into their lives and people who are happy to see you, you know, those are the people that you need to put your energy on. Or I feel like you're always going to feel like you're drained in relationships and in your friendships and just a true friend is there no matter what, because We and I've been able to recognize it better probably in the last two years. There are people that are only with you because you're convenient or because of what you can do for them. And once you are no longer relevant to where they're going in their life, then they don't need you anymore. And that wasn't a true friendship to begin with. And it's about it's about the people and not so much about. The mission. And so you see people use other people to get places, but call it a friendship. And that's not a friendship at all. So I just wanted to give you that little tidbit. Maybe either you know you need to evaluate some friends and some people and some relationships in your life. And know that Know who is sucking more from you than they're able to give you. And it's, you're not just friends with people who can give you something. That's, that's not at all what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say that there is an exchange, there we go, of encouragement. There's an exchange of prayer. There's an exchange of fellowship. Like if you were the one that's always reaching out. You know, people go through hard times and be able to recognize, okay, if you haven't heard from someone in a while, maybe it doesn't have anything to to do really with y'all's relationship. Maybe they're going through something and they need you to just step it up as a friend for a little while. But I'm all the time, if it's like year after year after year that you are the only one pouring into it, then obviously like they don't need you that much and you definitely don't need them because you're just you are pouring into someone who isn't appreciative of it. And there are a ton of people out there who would absolutely probably love to have your presence in their life. And as I'm assuming most of you have families that listen and children and husbands. And so you can't be everything to everybody and so I think that's why it's good to evaluate your circle and your close circle and the ones that you are constantly pouring into every few months and just kind of see are they sucking the life out of you what life you have left after you've given it you know to your business or to your work and then to your family and stuff are they able to pour back into you and build you up and stuff are you able to look up to them, you know? Are y'all able to achieve great things together? Um, Are y'all gonna go places together, you know? Are these the people that will not only stand next to you when everything is going great, but will those people still show up when your life is in shambles and a mess? God forbid it ever get there. Because if not, then they're not there for you they're there for what you can do for them so i i think that that's just a good reminder and just step back and evaluate your situation and and really see who you're pouring into and who that core group of people is because you don't you don't want to just continue pouring and pouring and pouring in and not be appreciated so that's gonna be my little TED talk for today. I think I'm gonna try I know this is my first one since I said I was only doing one a week. I really want like a good a good layout for this and I just I'm not a hundred percent sure. What the lay? I know I had one where it was the good news and then it was a quote and then it was the uh, three practical things, but I'm gonna be honest with you, I can't hardly come up with three practical things a week. Oh, I am going to do a May giveaway. So if you have left a review for the podcast on any of the platforms, send if you don't mind after you write a review can you like screenshot it and DM me on Instagram there's one platform it's really easy to see the reviews the other ones are kind of difficult for the creator to see or maybe it's just because the the creator is me and I am technically challenged so (laughs) but if you don't mind and then I am going to pick out of the people who leave reviews I'm going to pick one person and send you a gift card like a coffee gift card. I'm not sure Starbucks, Dutch Bros, I don't know because I haven't went and got it yet, but I'll I'll figure out something. And at the end of at the end of May, probably, I don't know. I don't even know what the day is. But at the end of May, I will I will do a giveaway for that gift card if you've left a review on it. And please share the podcast with your friends, with your family. With your real friends, with your not so real friends, maybe they need to hear this too. And, oh, hold on. I just saw this. This is best friendship quotes and sayings. Friends fight for you, respect you, include you, encourage you, need you, deserve you, stand by you. Man, there you go. I like it. Don't waste your energy on someone who won't clap for you when you win. Holy cow, look at Pinterest coming in clutch. Ah, oh, this one's good. The ones who notice the storms in your eyes, the silence in your voice, and the heaviness in your heart are the ones you need to let in. Yeah, it's the ones that can see the silent hurt, right? Those are the ones that are close to you and that care about you. And I think that's how you know someone's praying for you because maybe God has put you on their heart. So yeah, and then do me a favor, those good ones, those real good friends, reach out to them this week, maybe write them a little handwritten card, if you have the means, maybe get them a little gift, like a single rose or a flower, send them some cookies or something, make a post about them, I don't know, reach out to the good ones, and just let them know that you love them, and you appreciate them, and... Just let them know that you're there for them and you're praying for them. And take time out of your day to pray for your friends. Because even, even if they are your closest friends, you don't always know what they're going through. You know, the mind can be, what is this Joyce Meyers book? Maybe I should read. I should probably read through this. I think Jason's read it a couple of times. Battlefield of the Mind. Winning the battle in your mind. You don't always know what's going on um, in people's minds and People don't share. People are open. You know, there's a lot of people that are open and they're transparent and stuff. They don't share everything. And so pray for them. Pray pray for those those good ones. And even the not so good friends. You know, go ahead and pray for them. And uh, maybe they're just not being a good friend because they're going through something. And let me tell you, five years of <laughs> going through something. There's a time limit on that, obviously. Yeah, that's all I have to say. And you be a good friend. Let's not just evaluate everyone else around us. Evaluate yourself and how good you've been to those that you want closest to you. And make sure that you you are being the kind of person that you want someone else to be. So, I love y'all. Have a fantastic, happy, wonderful, blessed hump day. May joyful blessings chase you down and overtake you. And I will see y'all next week.